Hey guys, welcome back to the Escape Road Podcast. I'm your host, Fung. This week, Ron and I sit down with our longtime mate, Alex Lee. He's an athlete in his own right with unrivaled dedication to jiu-jitsu and his MMA training. But he also had an adventure through the MLM world, which for those who don't know, is the multi-level marketing world, which we found interesting. I hope you enjoy his curious mind as we did through our conversation with him. But before we get going, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your brain food. Good evening. We're G'day. live. G'day. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so. that's that's the intro you you chose to go with yeah yeah, yeah. that's a pretty good intro it's a strong that, intro that's me <laughs> so hey hey everybody we have a special guest on today Super we have our friend guest. a long time friend of ours uh alex lee he's uh he's a blue belt in jujitsu who's, mm. who's very good at what he does in terms of working out mm. diet and whatnot so we'd like to learn a couple of things from him and you know hopefully he'll share uh some tips and tricks uh, for you listeners and uh hopefully for ourselves as well Welcome, Alex. How are you doing, man? Yeah, good. Thank you. Thanks yeah. for having me. So this is your first podcast, yeah? It is. It is. How you feel? You're like excited at the moment. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, a little bit of everything. How does it feel to have your voice being played back into your own ears? It's a bit strange. I don't, I don't listen to myself too much. Nick, so yeah. when I hear myself, I'm like, this is an, it's, an, it's an Aussie. It's an Aussie boy talking. <laughs> it's a white boy. It's a, it's white a, boy. It's a real white boy, yeah. <laughs> now, now it makes me conscious about how I'm talking. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, when, when Ron and uh, I first started, it was like, because we had like five, six episodes of us just randomly talking about random things just yeah. to see, uh, just to acclimate ourselves to having our voice pumped back into, straight into our ears kind of yeah. thing. Definitely helps with the, uh, the conversation because you're so focused on what's in your ears, which is just two people talking to you. So I think that really helps with the, uh, the flow. So okay. how's jujitsu? Uh, it's great. Yeah. Really good. Um, yeah. Ever since getting into Blue Belt, I've been trying to expand my knowledge in terms of, because um, when I was a white belt, I was mainly focused on, you know, everything to do with the upper body. Yeah. So, you know, arm bars, chokes and everything like that. Now that I'm at, at a newer level, uh, I'm pretty sure, oh, that's much better. Right. Right. I can hear it now. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. it wasn't so echoey before. Yeah. Know? So, yeah. That's why we like to keep it close. But anyways, go go on. Yeah, so who was it? I was rolling with a blue belt and he uh, he attacked my legs for the first time. And I had Was this when you were blue belt or was it before no, you? No, before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, he got me with that and well he wasn't even he was just getting ready for it. He was setting everything up and then I'm just like, What's going on? <laughs> I had no defense to it. Yeah. So and then he got me he got me really good with a with a heel hook. Um, what what stripe were you at that point? I'm pretty sure I was on my third stripe. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. So where we at now, Ron yeah. and I? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Enjoy white. Yeah. Enjoy the white stripes while you. I mean, the white belt while you can. Because <laughs> I feel like there's this uh, this amount of pressure as a blue belt. Yeah. Dude, I felt that with every stripe I got. Yeah. It's like oh that that pressure of being a one stripe. I'm not like a fresh white belt anymore. And then. And my second stripe, I have that. Okay, I'm no, no longer just a first stripe. And now I'm at my third stripe. I feel that same kind of responsibility to not be shit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's, a, it's a lot of pressure. Hey, here's a question. Like as a blue belt, right? Do you ever go for against a fourth stripe and get subbed? 
when was I? How long is it? Uh, I've been I've been a blue belt for almost like two months. Yeah, mm. yeah, two months. No, haven't been submitted by anyone and below me yet. I mean, that's you. not and that's not because um, you know I'm. It's not because I've got an ego of trying to not let them sub me. It's just. They've, yeah. You're just too good. No. <laughs> too good. Uh, we'll go with that for now. <laughs> I'll let you know when I get subbed by, yeah. by someone below me. Yeah, yeah. But, but you still get subbed by people above you though, right? Oh, 100%. 100%. Mm. Um, at the moment, the guys above me is, uh, well, uh, at the moment, we're all the same level blue belt. And then we've right. got my coach, which is the black belt. Is this like a special advanced kind of class where there's no white belts or? No, everyone's in it. We all sort of grew together. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. And then, yeah, we got this sort of like camaraderie and then. That's pretty um, cool. And yeah, now we're, now we're all blue belts and we practice on each other. Mm. It's probably one of the best environments that I've been in. That's probably one of the nice things I've heard from yourself and also my brother Jay. Because um, it's such a small gym, right? Or, and such community, like a, such a small community of like uh, close blue belts or something like that. Or mm. that there's that. Level of camaraderie. Camaraderie. It's a difficult word. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, because like at our our gym, right? Like it's just, it feels so distant every time we train with with other people. Yeah. So there's uh, in basically any class from beginners onwards, you're looking at 40, 50, 60 people. Yeah. Class. Yeah. And in one class. In one class. class, That you guys are in. It's like yeah. we're fight, we're literally fighting for space yeah. as we're rolling. Like I'm trying to protect the guy that I'm rolling with from mm-hmm. getting kicked in the head from from someone else rolling. Yeah. Right. Obviously, there's there's people who are who've been there for a long time and they kind of train together. They you know form very close bonds. Mm-hmm. But that's like their little crew because especially like because they are also quite close to the coach as well. Um, they're very so it's like school. Yeah, they kind of got their little click. And then there's sort of everybody else. Yeah. There's like, it's very, it's very distant. Mm. Like, obviously, um, in terms of uh, making relationships, because, you know, even if you train you know, with, with them, you don't really have that kind of closeness. Uh, okay. So well, pretty much like every, everyone that, I, that trains uh, that I've talked to in the past, you know, from other gyms, they talk about like a similar kind of um, you know, camaraderie and, and whatnot. But I never really felt that at, at my gym, which is a, disappointing i think you have to reach a, a certain level before you get initiated into like their uh, click so to speak yeah uh, but you got, you got look, that's, qualifications that, that's yeah, not that's, that's not putting the gym down in any ways there's still no. some pretty great people that, that yeah. we've met already the coaches you know? are great mm. yeah a lot of good training partners you know there's there's very fresh white belts or you can go fresh meat yeah fresh yeah. meat to for ego boost there's roll with some <laughs> purples or browns yeah. if you want it's um that's that's a good thing about it. Big okay. gym, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, the one thing that my coach did really well was um, he has a yeah. We actually have a, a Facebook group. Yeah. So anything that comes up, like it's just discussed there. Oh, okay. Yeah. So nice. we discuss, you know, um, you know what's going to happen at our next class. Like what you're going to work on, or yeah, it can be. Yeah, it can be that. Um, we also share a lot of uh, like a lot of the the tips and things like that as well. Yeah, so there's a lot of things that are going on. So, so run, run me, run me through a standard lesson for you guys. Standard lesson. What okay. does that normally look like? I mean, if we had a competition, like if we had like a a competition before, yeah, like the weekend before, um, the following week he will basically, um, he'll sort of pinpoint a couple of things that he found 
that we weren't doing correctly. Right, right. So, you know, if we couldn't escape mount that much, so then all of a sudden the next couple of lessons will be yeah. all about escaping right. mount. Right. Uh, so, you know, we just do our regular normal, you know, mm. warm-ups where, you know, we run, do our front rolls, back rolls and things like that, which Trips. I found like very interesting, the fact that, you know, that you guys don't do that. The, the rolls, do your, we don't really yeah, do we shrimp. We, that's about it. Yeah, we don't yeah. really do the, the front rows, back rows. We'll probably do that like once every couple of weeks or so. But it's not like a it's not like a built in regular thing, a warm up that yeah. we do. I'm and very surprised because yeah, I think it's it should be like I mean, yes, I trained like as I, as I mentioned to Alex before, Ron. Um, I trained at uh, I trained at uh, Jay's gym, right? And that's what the that's what the warm up was all about. I think maybe part of it is just the Maybe there's just too many people to really do that. That, that could be efficiently. Um, but yeah. we've 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 had you know like twenty twenty so right. twenty or so people that, and we still we still go through that. Mm. So we do like the lap, yeah, and then you know the you know, it would be a line of like three four three four people doing yeah. front rolls, and then three four people doing front rolls right behind them. Yeah. I, I do find that uh, sometimes what we warm up with is kind of leads into what we are going to work on. Um, so whether it's, you know, some sort of bridging technique, we might, you know, bridge for, uh, for warm up. Yeah. Uh, and that kind of leads into some sort of bridging technique that yeah, we're going to yeah. go, go into. We've done that before as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah. So back, back to your warm ups, And then after that, you go straight to technique or. Yeah. We okay. go into, we, we break down the techniques. So, what did we do? Okay, so our last class we were doing um, the Delaheva um, position. Yeah, so then we learned um, what's uh, what's the Delaheva position? Uh, Delaheva position, or how can I explain it without showing you? Um, <clears throat> this is probably, yeah, go on. It's like it's like open guard in a sense, but then you've uh-huh. got you know one leg over um, over one of the legs and the other leg under, so yeah. it sort of traps that one leg. Oh. And, the, and the hip as well. It's mm. like that cross, the, 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 the X card that you were telling me about, Very right? similar. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly right. Okay. Yeah, very similar. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that can lead, like, obviously if you're doing your leg attacks, that can lead to, I think that's, I can't remember what it's called, a rush. Um, uh, it, it's, yeah, it gets into like a, a position where you can do, when you can start attacking the legs with hip. Right, right. Like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Yeah. What do you, uh, what's your goal with, uh, your your training at the moment with BJJ MMA and whatnot. Are you are you looking to go fight competitively? Probably on an amateur level. On an amateur level, yeah. I don't know, man. Like with uh, with striking, that kind of scares me at the moment. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It used to scare. Like actually, it was really bad for me. <laughs> How so? Uh, when okay, Do you have stories? Like, oh, I'd love to hear that. My yeah. first, uh, my first class uh, for striking was uh, M- uh, was Muay Thai. Yeah. And we were, we, we, we did our, yeah, obviously we did um, the warm up and then uh, technique. Then afterwards was a little bit of sparring. Right. Because I was still fairly new. Someone didn't know that. And he punched me in the face. Oh, and then, oof. I, you know, when you get hit in the face for the first time, I, I don't know if it's with you guys, but I, you know, like I started to tear up. Yeah. I mean, you can't really. You can't, it's like a. Natural. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. It just happens. Like, has that happened to you? No. Um, maybe back in the maybe back in the days when I did karate, high school fighting. <laughs> well, no, 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 legit. Yeah, I used to get into some fights, and that just automatically tear up. Like you, you're so angry that you just, yeah. you know, it's just like this emotional reaction to it that you can't control. Right. Yeah. Yes. So what happened? Ah, oh, 
I just got smashed. Plain <laughs> <laughs> and simple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then that 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 straight away that that taught me to work my distance. So mm. that was my one of my first lessons for striking. Trying, right. Work my distance. Shit. Yeah. So knowing the other person's distance, knowing how much I can reach. Yeah. Mm. So that that's that was my uh, experience in striking, but now it's a little bit better. Yeah. So <laughs> I, is, don't, is, I don't tear up. Is your <laughs> That's a good development. There. Yeah. So is your is your Monday and Tuesdays kind of striking, and then the rest of the week is BJ, or is it still mixed as well? Uh, but but at the moment it is. When I when I was training full time, it was Monday, Tuesday, and then it would be Wednesday, and then Friday. So Monday, Tuesday, MMA. Wednesday, Muay Thai sparring, and then Friday would be just open sparring um, at my other friend's studio. And where does your BJ come in during that? For that schedule, I oh, know Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and then if I do it Saturday mornings. Damn, so you train six days a week sometimes. Oh, used to yes. Wow. Now now it's like I'm trying to build it back up to there. Yeah, because when I was uh, training full time, mm. I was training to compete in my first amateur event. Right. So that was five six days, maybe like an hour in the morning of just cardio, and then in the evening just train. And how, how do you sort of fit that with your work schedule? I just try to fit everything around it. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, like, I just have to do it. That's my thought process. uh, It's like, you know how you just mentioned, like, you just have to do it. Like, what's the drive behind it? Like, is there some goal that you you wanted to to reach uh, with, like, your training in BJJ and MMA? It's not to get my ass kicked. (laughs) Because I I, I think that that's also um, quite apparent as well with your training back in the days when you're doing bodybuilding, right? Yeah. Oh, you, you, like it's exactly the same thing. Like I've seen that in you and I'm I'm very very curious like where your mentality comes from. Generally, uh, it's more an internal thing uh with me. If um if it's a goal to do something um that I'm really that I'm more passionate about mm-hmm. and I I sort of work backwards and, and the steps to do it. Mm-hmm. But I generally enjoy the 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 training aspect in general. Mm-hmm. So it's uh it, it's e- it was easy. Right, it just yeah. comes natural to you, right? Uh, yes, in a in a sense, but um, I guess the hard part is, yeah, just just sort of getting up to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why, like now, it's just easy to just get up and not think and just go, just mm. just get up and go. Yeah, yeah. I've been trying to work out in the morning. Mm. You know, like before work. You know, I set my alarm like you know six o'clock or whatever, and try and train. Mm. Uh, it's been um. How successful have you have you been? Uh, it's been. I mean, that alarm, that six a.m. alarm, has been on for about good four years. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! I still, still, haven't, still haven't done a morning workout. I was going to say yeah. like five minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it, it's it's kind of like I, I want to do it, but then I don't really have that that kind of the final push to just get up and, and just do it. It just feels yeah. too good to stay in bed. So as you know, for, for me to see you, uh, you know, train six days a week, mm. like I, I think, I think, I think I've done four days a week, maybe three mm. times ever, yeah. and and that was tough. Like by the third day, I'm 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 done. I'm like yeah. But then you know, I decided I'll just keep going, and then I did did those four days. But then for you to do you know five or six days, like obviously you're pretty beat, right? By the third or fourth day, yeah, second day. Second day. Yeah. How, how do you sort of uh, keep yourself motivated or focused for the rest of the week? I would say the, um, the, the recovery sessions that I do has helped me like, keep pushing. I do a lot of stretching. 
um, right. after my workouts. Okay. I'll try to make time to go to the sauna. Uh, so, oh, dude, wow. that's yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah. I learned from, learned from the best, Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, um, like, I think he recommended to go to the sauna, like, if you can, like, three, four times a week or more. Oh, gee. Mm. And go for, and stay there as long as you can. Yeah. Um, so I did that. I did a bit of yoga as well, like one or two times a week. So um, is that, that is, this is on top of the six sessions that you do of training, yeah, right? Yeah. Wow. You're pretty in- intense. So, so your, 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 basically your whole week is work and, and training or recovery. Yeah, basically work, training, recovery. Yeah. Did nothing else really. No, no. That's why wow. you see me in the WhatsApp group. You guys are like, like, who wants to do this? Who wants to do that? Like, <laughs> You're training her. <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> that's, I mean, that, that's okay. Like, as, as long as you, you still make some time to come out and, you know, as, yeah, at, at, this point, at this point in our lives, like we've known each other for so long that I think our friendship is basically concrete. It's concrete, point, yeah. yeah. So we, we all know and expect that we have a busy life and we always, always have to like meet up at some point. Yeah, exactly. But we're still friends. Yes, right? yes. That, that, that's yeah. basically my um, expectations. Of, well, not my expectations, but like what, how I perceive, uh, would you say a true friend? Oh, not true friendship, but like friendship, you know what I mean? Yes, like, yes, yes. Like I, can, I can easily go, you know, like a couple of months without seeing you guys. And when I do, mm. it's just like as if- It's it a good like time. It's, it's yeah. a good time. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Yeah, yeah I mean, <clears throat> even when, you know, Fung told me that, you know, you're looking to come, you know, do it to a podcast. I was like, well, you know, I, I just assume that you're always too busy to, to do anything. So for you to show up, it's kind I was of, worried. Yeah. I was like, oh, is he going to come on? <laughs> is he going to bail? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, was pretty, well, it was pretty exciting. No, no, normally I'm at the gym. Mm. <laughs> so are you, are you still, so how, how many days are you training now? Okay. Right now, um, uh, my Tuesdays are sort of on and off uh, yeah. because my family, my family decides to have, you know, their family dinners on a Tuesday night. So it's mainly Monday, Wednesday, uh, Thursday and Friday. Yeah. And then, yeah, obviously, you know, if, you know, if something's going on, then at the moment, like I've been choosing to, to go out and yeah. do the social side of things. Yeah. So I think I'm just sort of trying to mentally get myself back into, back to how I was. Which is the, the full six days. Yeah, five six days, I reckon. I and what's what's the what what is the the goal there to get back into to fight to fight? Okay, so is so you want to get back to that those five to six days, and then sort of get into a, I guess in, in, in shape event, or yeah. whatever. Mm. Um, yeah, more more for the amateur event. Um, yeah. I find because firstly I need to drop weight to something suitable. Um, that's about eighty kilos. Um, and well, then, what did you fight at last time? I I didn't fight. Oh, I was uh, I was training to fight until I got injured. Ah, that's yeah, right. So my ribs and then my lower back. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, so they caught that one off. That was in July. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, so ever since then it's just yeah, it's just a battle uphill to try to, you know, get get that consistency back hmm. after the injury. So, it, it, do you have an expected fighting date at this stage? It would probably be after April because April I'm going to Bali. Bali. Set the date. I want to go see this fight. Yeah, it should be good. So this is like your 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 debut then your your O and O right now. Yeah. Wow. I would yeah. I would like to see how I go with um with this with this fight. Yeah. Um and then you know I'll, I'll get the taste of you know what it's like to be in the cage and um you know, if I like blood. it I'll keep going. Yeah. Taste, taste blood. the blood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> since this is uh, amateurs, are you wearing? Anything protective, like headgear or anything like that? No, just mouth guard. Um, 
your the proper MMA fight gloves. Yeah, yeah. So not the hybrid ones, uh, the four ounce ones. Okay. Uh, cup. That's about it. Jeez. So it's basically. I think. Broke. Well, maybe they. Maybe they have um, shin guards. No, I don't think they have shin, no, shin guards. No, no shin guards. No shin guards. I've never I seen it. Not. It would yeah. be just too much. Like it would be too cumbersome. It would be in your way. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to slip around things when you've got shin guards on. That would be very interesting to see. Like that would be quite exciting. Do you, any, uh, yeah. do you have any fears about, you know, <laughs> going in? punched in the face. <laughs> well, aside from getting punched in the face, are you, you know, getting knocked out or getting subbed or any of those kind of results? Based fears? It would probably be B if I, yeah, probably if I broke a limb, like if I, you know, snapped my arm during yeah. an armbar. Um, yeah, no, I, w- I would not enjoy that yeah. <laughs> at all. Yeah. Um, any, uh, you know, if it was a, if, you know, decided to attack my legs and then I didn't, you know, I rolled, like that's what happened. That was one of my injuries before when um, some guy, he was still fairly new at um, leg attacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, um, he tried to, he tried to do a, like a, a like an ankle lock, and, yeah. I, and I rolled, and he didn't know he rolled, and then he switched into this weird mangly position and yeah. twisted my knee the wrong way. I hate, I hate that. Yeah, so you know, so signing up to something that you're that you would be committed to now, for for me, there will be a lot of nerves. Mm. Are you are you nervous about signing up to like an MMA fight? Um, I would. I mean, yeah, I guess it's natural to be nervous. Sure. Um. Generally, I feel I feel pretty confident and good up until like the last minute. <laughs> then I start to question everything a little bit. Um, but yeah, no, my um, yeah, my my coach has been pretty pretty good. Um, you know, he he's been in a few uh, a few fights, yeah. Yeah, MMA fights. Hmm. Um, so you know, he he basically goes through the whole process with me. So what goes through your mind when you're fighting someone? In the beginning, I sort of you know play with the distance. Yeah. Um. If we're talking about MMA, yeah, play with their distance, see what they see what they react to. Yeah. And then and then just try to misdirect from there. There's yeah. a lot of strategy into this. I I love it. I love the sound of it already. Yeah. Um. I'm not sure if you feel feel like this as well when when you're rolling with someone. Like we we're at the point because I feel like at at this point. I can relax a little bit. You know how, oh, how yeah, like yeah. You, you know how back then, like as a white belt, you're like, spa- like spazzing everywhere, spazzy right? Spazzy white like, belt. Yes. Spazzy white belt, right? That's what we call it. Yeah. So yeah, now it's just like so tense. Mm. Yeah. Like I, I'm definitely now. I don't even like grab lapels or anything that tight anymore. I'm just like I'll just hold it there, and then just see what's going on. Yeah. yeah. But before I'm like, okay, I got a lapel. I got to hold if on I'm to the like line, this, man. I'm not letting this go. This is my last chance to ever hold a lapel. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Oh man, so so and fun! You burn so much, like you just burn out so quickly. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I got I got a problem with that um, stamina. Mm. Like yeah. I, I get to the like the first the first row because it's usually fifteen minutes or so five minutes. First row is it's okay. I hold my ground. Mm. Second second one is like okay. I need to take a little break sometimes. Just like you know, hold him there just to catch my breath and then go again. <laughs> but by the third, I was like, oh, just, I'm defense, just, by the just manhandle yeah. me. Just take me. I don't care anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, okay, so, yeah. So. W- what do you do? You have any tips for for someone who who wants to increase their stamina uh, when rolling? Well, uh, well stamina would it would just be like um, you know your fuel tank. So to improve it, you would do more running, more mm. cardio based training. Mm. Are, you, are you doing? Are you going to like gym, like working out, like lifting weights? Oh, gym no. now? Nah, I've I've stopped like bodybuilding. Like my bodybuilding 
um, like like yeah. scheme and everything like Before, that. Before like strength training, are you still still doing any of that? I'm doing more. I'm doing more CrossFit exercise. CrossFit. Yeah. Uh, just, I, I was wondering, like, <laughs> how the hell do you keep that physique, man? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, all like, of a sudden, like, people, you know, like, in my mind, every time I say CrossFit, because one, one of my best mates, he, um, he, he just, he just, he's lifting now. Yeah. Um, pretty experienced now, but he's just like, you know, traditional bodybuilder. So, you know, like in the bodybuilding world, they're like, CrossFit. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, you see a lot of those memes. They just want gains. Yeah. 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 Um, but I found, I found CrossFit um, really, really helps with MMA, like jujitsu or anything like that, because you're, you know, you're doing explosive, powerful right, movements. Right, right, right. Um, often. Okay. Yeah. So that would also help your stamina, I guess, as well. 100%. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah. Time to find us some CrossFit gym, dude. F45 <laughs> all the way. F45 helps, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, what it is, what it comes down to is um, when, you're, when you start rolling and you start to actually understand um, it's not strength, you know, it's just, you know. Um, it's technique. Mm. Yeah, it's your technique, you know, learning how to um, conserve your energy. You know, when I you know, when I'm pulling on, on, a, on a lapel or anything like that, I'm not using some, like, all my strength. I'm actually just using my grip. My grip just holds onto him. And I'm just keeping, I'm just pulling my arm in like this. So I'm not really using like my, my muscles. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really just holding like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just little things like that. But then when you do need to pull, it's kind of, it's, it's there. Because you have the, the CrossFit explosiveness and, yeah, and whatever yeah, exactly right, yeah. I'm sure that also helps you with um, you know, scrambling or anything like that if you ever oh, get swept or whatever. Oh, and wrestling. Yeah. Wrestling, if it wasn't for wrestling, um, a, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have started my, or I wouldn't have the sort of the, the beginning foundation of uh, my stamina because right. if you've seen wrestling, man, yeah, wrestling is probably the tough, one of the toughest yeah. like sports to be in. They warm up. It feels like a whole completely, like just <laughs> a, like a whole workout basically. Yeah. Yeah. They warm up. You're doing, you're doing everything. You're doing, you know, like sprinting, you're doing, um, you're doing flips, you're doing gymnastic stuff. Yeah. It was just like a whole separate workout. And then, and then they start getting into technique and I'm like, what? I thought we just trained, <laughs> you know? So it was just Holy like, shit. Oh, yeah, it was really uh, fun. Weatherall Park is not like you, you train at the Weatherall Park one, right? Yeah. I've tra- like I trained at a few, but Weatherall Park's the main one at the moment. Yeah. I might, I might check it out when I move down there. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. Yeah. 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 Moving K's. back. back to the area (laughs) yes yeah Yeah, definitely check out Um, and the good thing is um, uh, King's Academy is in Moorbank oh yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. so you're not you know you're you're closer now Mm. you'll be closer then yeah but um, even in saying that I don't even go to King's Academy like I'll probably be going there for the first time for uh, Lachlan Giles oh um, yeah yeah, Leglock Seminar Mm -hmm. yeah so I'll be going there for the first time for that Mm. I've actually never been to a, a PJJ seminar before it's just too expensive. This one's not that bad. This one's like what eighty bucks, I think. Yeah, so I think, would yeah. you not pay that eighty bucks? I mean, we, we, we've never knowledge. paid for it. <laughs> uh, I've, well, the thing is, like, I've paid for seminars for like business. And yeah, but I mean, this is for BJJ. Yeah. That's, that's a I don't know. I, I just, I, I just I, never I, it's saw. still the same thing. Like, there's knowledge to be had, so it's 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 worth every penny, I reckon. Um, as long as it's not like one of those like thousands of dollars, like you know, motivational kind of things. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can do it. If you put your mind to it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I just I just don't know, um, like what. I would get from one of those seminars. Yeah. I think you just got to find 
uh, you just got to find what you, you're, you're trying to get because yeah. I'm only going specifically because um, I want to learn more leg locks. Yeah, yeah, uh, right. Or just leg attacks in general, yeah. you know, how, how to do leg attacks and how to set it up. Hmm. That's the only reason why I'm going. Yeah. Um, there's, there's you know, been seminars with other BJJ guys um, and I just look at it and go, mm, I don't need that yet. Especially because yeah. I'm paying money for it. That's right. So if I'm going to fork out money, it's something that I want to do at the time. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a very fascinating way to look at it, I reckon. Yeah. It's, yeah. I guess like, it's like with business as well. You know? Yeah. So like, what what value you can get kind of thing out of, out yeah. of it. Yeah. I guess going back to business, like if, they, it was, if there's a seminar for being an executive, you know, what am I going to do with that? Mm. <laughs> that's, that's not true. really helpful I right mean, now. Uh, you know how, you know Gary Vee, right? Yeah. Um, so he, he charges like $10,000 for like a, a one-on-one cons- consultancy with him. Uh, and some, I think it's like somewhere in the, in the ballpark as well. Like it's still in the thousands, but like if you want a group session yeah. with like mm. five entrepreneurs and him talking about things, but it's, again, it's, where you at in your current situation for you to warrant that uh, particular information that he's willing to give out to you, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I had my friend who went to see Tony Robbins and he paid 10K for it. And I'm like, did you get anything out of it? He goes, yeah, it was unbelievable. Like the the, the energy that that to be had there was incredible. I'm like- So you got an emotional- Yeah, he he, he probably got an emotional kick out of it kind of thing, but- I, I I get it, I get it, but I, I don't think Tony Robbins is my type of guy. He's mm. not to me, anyways. The, the information that he gives out is not practical enough for ten grand as well. Um, yeah, that's a probably, lot. Of money. Yeah. You're probably fooling yourself a little bit, as well. Say, mm. yeah, I felt great after great ten grand for this. <laughs> I, I you think, better, you I, better feel fucking great after ten <laughs> grand, man. I think, I think you'd enough. have to force yourself. You oh, know, 100%. You, know, you have to just you have to justify to all your friends that you just spent ten thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I loved every minute that's, of that's it. That's probably why those MLM guys are so freaking happy. Because yeah. they always have to fork out some initiation fee to get into this group, right? So mm. they have to be like motivational they have to be like smiling all the time They're like hey how are you i haven't seen you in so long i have done on all you <laughs> yeah so yeah, yeah i guess on, on that topic yeah you 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 were in sales apco apco, apco yes yeah. so tell me about apco so when i first started in apco uh i had no idea what it was i just thought it was just a just to sell because i i okay so so before apco i was uh studying as a personal trainer hmm. so I, I got my certificates, God knows where they are now, um, but I got my certificates, you know, it started, you know, as a personal trainer, you yeah. know, having that life um, of, you know, trying to build clients and things mm. like that, a clientele base. And, you know, I did not have the experience of, of sort of running a personal training business at the time. Yeah. So, you know, after a year. Because you're kind just, of like your own business, right? Yeah. Yeah. Basically, you're self-employed. Um, you're self-employed and uh, you've got an option to sort of have a bit of support. Uh, from the from AIF, which is the the fitness uh, institute, or whatever. Yeah, the, the Australian yeah. Institute of Fitness. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, they were. You know, you had an option of either going with them to. They gave you a few options because not only are you paying, you know, five thousand dollars for the course, but they become an agency to help you find a job. Sure, your first job, anyway. Yeah, yeah. So the options were, you know, you can either go, you know. Uh, Wait, so that five grand is on top of your certificates and in. Whatever. That's five grand for the whole lot. Oh, okay. It's about five, six thousand oh, dollars. Yeah. It's not too bad. Yeah. It was a it was an accelerated course, so I think it was for about maybe two to three months. Oh, okay. So it's a lot, yeah, a lot yeah. quicker than um than the other courses. Yeah. Basically I said, uh, you know what, I'm gonna try and do this, you know, do this myself. And I went to my own local gym. 
probably the worst idea ever, you know, going to, <laughs> going to Liverpool to try to, you know, charge people you yeah. know, 80 to a hundred dollars for my services at the time. You know, they're just like, can I just get a free session? It's <laughs> <laughs> the wrong clientele. Yeah, would, you, would you do it again though? Like, would you become a PT again? After the, yeah, after the experience that I've had in, in sales and business, yeah. I probably would go back to yeah. personal training. Yeah. Cause I have, I wonder when you, when you, when you were doing that back then, I, I saw that as very fitting for you as, as a person, yeah. cause like of your interest in like, uh, in, you know, in well-being and like health and whatnot. Mm. So, I mean, if you were to do it again, I recommend go to the rich areas, man. I learned that. <laughs> I learned from that. Definitely. So yeah. Cause I remember when, when you were doing the whole PT thing and then, uh, you were telling me that getting business was, was difficult. You got to pay rent to yep. the pay rent to the, the gym and the clients. Yep. Yeah. So. How successful were you? Not so successful. No, I was just scraping. Um, and then the did the, you ever make that five grand back? No, I um, well, at least not that I know of, because you know, like I said, self-employed, didn't know how to work out my taxes, didn't know yeah, how to work out my yeah. expenses. Because um, they don't teach you any of that, like those kind of. Oh, self- they they really they they barely touch on it. So yeah. surprising for you know, like a course you're spending five thousand dollars on. Yeah, but then a lot of these people are also quite. Um, uh, like what, what? What's the sort of demographic of the people that you did the course with? Are they kind of young as well? Yep, yep. So most of, the, um, uh, I mean, I still have them on Facebook, and yeah. um, some of the people that have graduated at the same time as me, there's only there was only, there was about fifteen to twenty people in my class, and mm. I think there was only four successful personal trainers out there. Okay, yeah. So, um, so what so what is the what what is the um the secret to being halfway successful in, in, in being personal a PT, training, yeah. I think how you market yourself, like how you run the business rather than, I mean, the training aspect, yes, but it's just, you know, knowing how to, you know, run the business successfully, you know, like marketing yourself the right way, putting your brand and your name and out connections there. connections and yeah, networking. Exactly right, yeah. yeah, yeah. The yeah. training stuff, you know, is the simple part. Right, right, yeah. right. So what was kind of holding you back? The, the business part. The business part. Yes. The marketing part. Yeah. Yes. You know, getting the brand out there, um, yeah. you know, like I was still nervous, you know, like approaching people at that time. That was before Avco. Yes, yeah, 100% <laughs> before Avco. You know, they go, hey, um, you know, Alex, go go walk to this this girl, this guy at the treadmill and just yeah. have a chat with them. You know, what, what do I say? Yeah. What, what are your goals? <laughs> what are your goals? The most awkward conversation I've had. And yeah, if it was to a female, they'd probably be like, what the fuck, you, you know, are you trying to pick me up? Like, no, 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 I just want your business. <laughs> what kind of business? Yeah, I am trying to pick you up. I just, I just, want, I just want your money. I want, you know? I want <laughs> business, you know what I'm saying? Um, I have a boyfriend. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. I just want to get to know you. <laughs> Does he need training as well? <laughs> we do group sessions. Come on. <laughs> you get a referral that's bonus. Successful. Yeah, that's yeah. a successful one. You get a free session bonus. if you bring your boyfriend on board. Yep. I'm, into that. I'm to him as well. That's- <laughs> uh, um, after a year of that, I just thought, okay, you know what? I need to, you know, I need to rethink things. You know, I'm losing money. So I decided to stop doing it. Mm. Uh, and then I, I, I was looking around I'm like, okay, I need to find something that will help the business and the sales side. Then I saw this, you know, add on, I think it was on seek and, yeah. um, it was, you know, yeah, sales, you know, sales job, 
you know, no experience required. You can learn, you know, how, you know business <sighs> team, market. Oh my God, it's so typical. Yeah. So it's red flags now, everywhere, dude. Yeah. I just, uh, yeah. But now, now, now you know. Like, now I know. I, I'm, I'm curious though, like when you were going through your journey as, as being a self-employed person, did you have anyone that you could talk to or like? Uh, no, 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 no mentor, no business mentor. Um, like I said, I was just basically, I didn't, I had no idea what I was doing. Wow. I had a personal, like another, like a senior personal trainer, like kind of show me what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, yeah, approach them and see how you go. Yeah, <laughs> if you don't yeah. get them, go to the next person. Wow. So, so you really do need to know about the business of being a PT before you can really be successful. In a sense. Yeah. So going into it being a PT and then trying to figure out is... It's kind of like the long way. Well, right? yeah, that, that's how I felt when I did it. Yeah. You know, it could be different for other people. Other people could be naturally, you know, talented yeah. in those areas. Yeah, sure. I as, was not. And as a, as a PT, could you have gone and worked for somebody else to, to learn a bit, a bit more about the business side of things before you jumped into it? Or you just thought, how, how hard could it be? How hard could it be? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did I think you, that's always been my mentality. Just like, all right, just get in there, see how I go. I admire that. And if I, I stuff up, I'll that, go again. Then, yeah. <laughs> That's so, so good, yeah. So did you ever do your own kind of, uh, you know, group PT sessions at like yeah. in the park, that kind of thing as well? Um, I did a few like uh, small groups, um, but mainly it will be small groups in like the best I've ever gotten to, you know, um, you know, strategizing around my sessions was actually getting the original client to go, hey, if you bring in a friend or, you know, if you, every extra friend you bring in, you get a little bit more of a discount. Oh, yeah, so that right. attracted them over. So I, you know, started getting small. You know, f- like max is like four people, five. That's people. not bad. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't too bad. I was like, yeah, raking in the money. Yeah, yeah, and then, then until rent time comes in, then like just it goes away. Back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, like uh, that sort of that sort of helped a lot. Um, and it was really fun. Like I enjoyed the the small groups because hmm. they, you know, they're not training with people they don't know. They're always training with you like know, a friend like, or, like a friend yeah, yeah. Or, or you know a partner. Hmm. Um, relative and I, I just do small competitions with them. You know, they, they always want to compete with each yeah. other. So, mm. so mm. after the whole PT thing and you were looking for another job, you, you mentioned that uh, you were looking for something in sales to really help. Build, so, my, so, build my skills. That's right. So you were actually consciously looking for a job that can help you um, build on a weakness that you have mm-hmm. rather yeah. than just work, just finding a, finding a job that can, that you're already strong at. Yeah. And then from then on, you found that ad, which gave me all these promises. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how, how long were you at Apco for? Uh, I believe I was there for almost six years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. wow. That's a lot of promises. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting on them. <laughs> When's six my years. time? <laughs> six years. Wow. That's, that's insane. And what made you leave? What, like, what, what was the finest straw that, you know, just like, hey, I had oh. enough of this. Basically, it was just that. I just had enough of it. Um, I started to, um, in my, 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 uh, my, the last three years, started to get to know the guys up the top. Yeah. You know, really well. You know, these guys are earning, you know, like, you know, five digits, six digits. Um, and I just sort of realized what type of people they are as well. And, you know, that sort of put me off. Mm. Yeah. It, and I just thought, like, there's a lot of, um, it's not, uh, how do I explain? There's, I, I mean, like, I don't like talking bad about, you know, things, but um, they, they have a little bit of like favoritism in a sense there. Sure. Um, and I guess that's with some workplaces, right? Politics, favoritism. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. everywhere, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. It's not just me. 
Um, yeah, so it's a, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's a little bit of that. But um, yeah, I just sort of saw how you know how they were, what they needed, like what they were doing to get where they were. Right. And it didn't sit well with me. It wasn't something that you were willing to do. No, no. Okay. No. Well, not not do long enough. Anyways, yeah. before my con, like you know, my conscience was like, I don't know if you're, you know, so yeah. were you doing do- the right thing. And were you doing some of that stuff, like in the six years that you you were there? Yes, um, I, I'm not proud of it, um, but you know, there was, there was some stuff that I sort of tried to justify and go, look, it was just business. Mm. Yeah, you know, I was just like in my mind, I'm like, okay, it's just business. Um, it's you know nothing to do with you know anything personal. Just you know, like you're running a business. Right, right. Does, uh, that, does that include, you know, just what fucking someone over or not really fucking someone over? More like working someone like to the ground. Yeah, ex- like ex- heavily exploiting <laughs> yeah, yeah, them ex- kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you know, expecting a lot more from them <laughs> than they know, can give. Yeah, like not only that, but just sort of um, you know, understand. Like you know, I got I got so into it. Like I was I was researching personality types and how to how to not manipulate, but how to use that. Like personality type to their advantage or to my yeah. advantage, yeah, uh, yeah, just a lot of those kind of different like NLP so techniques. Wait, so APCO was an MLM in a sense. Then was it what? Sorry, MLM like it's a multi-level marketing kind of like company as well, isn't it? Yeah, I would say now it is. It's a bit like that. Yeah. Oh, now now it, it wasn't. Back I mean, then. back then I didn't know, but any, oh, okay. any, any better. So, so were you selling products? I was I was selling products. Um, yeah. Now that I now sort of looking back at it now, it's very similar to like. Um, like like Amway, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Amway. yeah I, I know so Amway. I got a mate. I got a mate who's who's been trying to to get 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 us into it. Isn't Amway like like Usana is very similar to that, isn't it? Usana Amway. You have uh, Neutral Life. Is that Neutral one? Life? Then you have what's it called? Uh, Goji Juice. Goji Juice is one is of it? them as well. It's the, and the, the concept of that is um, you go and buy a whole bunch of products off them. Well, it's like how MLM work is actually not even about the product. Mm. The product is just like a sort of like tool that you mm-hmm. can bring other people in. To and get them then excited. Get them excited. This is how much you can Short make. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, and some people might think, oh, okay, cool, we can, we'll, we can sell, sell this product. But, you know, the, the person at the top like, takes a percentage of that. Mm-hmm. And then the person above him takes a percentage yeah. of that and, and so on and so forth. So it's about like really like the, the whole idea of MLM, as I understand it, is basically about getting as much people under you, as much people under the people under you as possible for you to, you know, have this pyramid scheme yes, going on, that is right? Correct, yes. Is that what you're doing? Yes. Yeah. Right. Realizing. I mean, look, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 like, I mean, I, I can, I, I, I sympathize with you because I've seen it happen to so many people and I've seen it like how some of my friends have totally changed their, their, their whole personality to match up with this, this scheme that they've mm. got themselves into. And, for those people who don't have any sort of like entrepreneurial skill or have don't don't know anything about business, it seems pretty attractive uh, attractive to them mm-hmm. because there's, there's so much promises, mm-hmm. right? There's so much I hey, can do this and and you know the the, the positive the positive attitude in, in quotation mark that p- these people portray it's it's kind of very how do I put it captivating mm-hmm, mm-hmm, captivating mm-hmm. is like engaged yeah, yeah 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 so so what, how, so what were some of the one of some of the promises that yeah. they kind of you know told you early onwards um i mean it was it wasn't really like well one of them was one of the things that caught my eye was uncapped commissions uh uncapped yeah, yeah. earnings yeah right so, oh, yeah, that sounds interesting i wonder what that's all about um i didn't realize it was a 100 percent commission job oh and then wow. i was just like you know what just give it a go see how, yeah. see how see how it works out for me mm. 
Um, so you were there for six years, which means you were pretty good at your job. I guess so. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I'm sur- yeah, I survived for, for six years. Commission only. <clears throat> would would you say you were doing well, like money wise? Money wise, yes. Yeah. So yeah. that means I was surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if it's like 100 percent commission, and mm. you were doing pretty well, that means you were pretty good at selling. Yeah. Maybe not selling the most. The, the best thing, but yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah, so that was the next thing. Yeah, like the things were, yeah. yeah. If you told me to sell a computer, I'd probably be shit at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I remember when you were sort of in the thick of it, you were like traveling like everywhere. Yeah, yeah, you're like flying to here, you're driving to there. That, that's really just kind of to sell to a different area. Yep, we had uh, we had a lot of what they called you know road trips, roadies, yeah, sales yeah. road trips. Um, we, we go to, we, we go to, well, in a year we, we mapped out, um, you know, certain areas that we can go to every, you know, two, two months or so. Mm. Sometimes I would push it a little bit more and, you know, do it like within the, the first two months. Cause in, in my mind, like logically speaking, like if you look at the numbers, you know, like if you know that there's, let's say uh, 20,000, the, the population of a certain like town is 20,000. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then it, we always track, like I always get my guys to track all their stats anyway. So we get, we tracked all our stats to how many people we've actually seen. Right. Not just spoken to, seen. How do you mean, it, what do you mean seen? As in as visually? People, yeah, visually walk past. <laughs> well, you got like clickers or something to, like, to track people? <laughs> no, no. We actually had a piece of paper that they actually marked off. What so every hell? time you say hi to, like every time you say hi to someone and you attempt to stop them, yeah. Right. That's a, that's a mark. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So okay. the, 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 so then we, we worked, we worked out in a day, you know, how many people we, um, we, we attempted to stop and let's say there was about four of us, um, mm. and we stopped 500 people. Right. Then we go, well, okay. Th- so then my, my, my way to teach the mentality is there's 20,000 people in a town. How many people did you guys already see? 500. So mm. how many more is there left to see? God damn. And this is, is, this is a strategy that you actually came up with uh, yourself that well, you I, thought. Yeah, yeah. Like I thought about it, like logically I go, okay, well, if that makes sense to me, then mm. that has to make sense to the other guys. So in, in that 20,000 uh, people town and you see 500 a day for, for per, uh, sorry, per rep, let's right? Say, yeah, let's per, just say a day, a hundred people. Yeah. So that means that extrapolating, you have, you'd have to uh, stay in that town for like maybe yeah, 400 days. And well, my math is pretty terrible, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I, I might be butchering this as yeah, well. Yeah, it'd be shit. about 400 days, let's say 400 days. Yeah. Okay. Um, and we were only there for five days, Yeah. four or five days. Yeah. So, you know, my logic of going back there was, you know, they look at it and go, oh yeah, that logically makes sense. Mm-hmm. But the, the emotional side of people, they're just like, I've been there, you know, four days, I've spoken to everyone. That's no. their mentality. Yeah. People don't, people, I don't think like people uh, actually see that really. Yeah. So they really act on, they react on mm. emotion. Yeah. And then, so I try to explain the logical side of it and yeah. statistically and yeah, some people get it. Some people don't. <clears throat> so what, what are like, you know, what are the top lessons that you learned from doing this for six years that you, that you, you've still used to this day? Has it has it has it had any positive impact in in your you know in in your experience? Yeah, um, my what is it? My my sales trainer, who's actually um uh, he's been with basically from the day I started till the day I finished. He's been my sales trainer, right? At at at, 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 at Yeah, at, 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 at 
Um, he's a very intense kind of a guy. Like uh, he before that, yeah. So before before I met him in sales, uh, well actually yeah, before I got to know him, um, I was like, you know, this guy is a machine. This guy, like, he's like probably yeah, about mid fifties. Great at sales, amazing. Like I don't know how he does it. He just smashes it. He's not the prettiest looking guy either, and he's not the most. He's not eloquent with his words, if that makes sense. You know, he's not like, he doesn't sound like a gentleman. I think yeah, I learned that from yeah, him, you know, yeah. the, the really Aussie Bogan, not the Aussie Bogan <laughs> way, but just the really, you know, genuine down to earth way yeah, of yeah, talking. Yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so then I'm like, okay. And then, uh, he's a bit funny looking, um, <laughs> very, very like high energy, hmm. high energy, um, always positive words. Um, and he was built like a tank. Like, like solid, like fit or like yes. just fit, like really fit. I was like, like he what trains. the hell? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Do you think any roids right there? Oh, I thought about that, but no, no. <laughs> really? I, I like I, okay. So because I've um, gone on so many ro- uh, road trips with him, I, 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 I watch what he does. He actually, he drags me out of, out of the bed for the gym, you know? Oh, really? So yeah, he, he, he kind of, I guess in a way he sort of embedded that habit in me. How can Damn. anyone drag him out of there? <laughs> seriously, man. <laughs> like you, seriously, you're like so motivated already. It's like I can't imagine someone to have that much more energy than uh, you. He would be like my David Goggins in a way. <laughs> oh man, that guy's a machine as well. Yeah, God. yeah. He's he's the type that's like if you're yeah if you don't go, I'm gonna leave you in, at the cabin or where we're gonna stay, and he's gonna gonna drive off with the car. And like oh, so, shit. if he does that. A, I can't go to the gym, and B, I got to find my own way to the site or to the field that I'm working at. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, he's, so he's, like, really, le- he's like legit with his words, right? Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So, um, yeah. So he he took me out to train, and you know, I watched I watched how he trained. I watched what he ate, and everything was just on point. Mm-hmm. So it was like, like he, eating clean as well. Yeah. He, like the, he's that type of person that's just on the tee with everything. Like, like everything is just you can't find a fault. So in he's him. quite regimented then. Yes. Very, yes. Is he still in 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 Apco or? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess some people are just built for that environment. Got, yeah, yeah, like a like an like an obsessive compulsive behavior. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 If nothing, goes, so he's then, obsessed almost. Yes, because if nothing, if something doesn't go his way, he goes off. He goes off like a rocket. <laughs> yeah. So I always try. To, I, I actually, I've probably been his worst student. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. There's so many times when, you know, either there was a disagreement because I, I saw things one way yeah, and yeah, saw yeah. things another way. And then I was more of the type that's, because he's like, you know, straight line, you know, let's do it this way because this way works. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's true because he, the way he does things, he created the whole, like a new sales strategy for Apco, you know, yeah, for, yeah, for yeah. something like that. That's mm. massive. So he was a really big contribution to it. Um, so he's and, one of the top guys right at Apco yeah, right now, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's yeah. insane. He's bas- he basically goes around to different, like they, they actually took him, um, they actually paid for his, um, like he paid for everything, uh, like APCO paid, paid for everything to get him to go over to the UK to train the guys there. Good God. Oh, wow. wow. I, got, I got actually excited about that because I, I was under him. I got paid to go to, like, it wasn't like the UK or anything, yeah, yeah. Like, but like I got paid to go to, you know, like Wollongong to train. I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, you know, stepping up in the world. To the gong, man. Yeah. <laughs> all business, all, all, all expenses paid for oh, business yeah. trip to the gong. Yeah. <laughs> I got so excited. Wow. Uh, but um, what he, okay, so the whole point of this is um, one of his, um, one of his jokes he made that sort of stuck was um, persistence beats resistance. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so everything that we did, we just like, even though it didn't look good, you know, stats wise or, mm. you know, if things weren't like, if it wasn't profitable or anything like mm. that, we just, um, we keep going at it, keep going right. at it. Right. Because eventually something's got to give. That's, sure. That's how I thought of it. And, and sort the- of, it was mainly just to get rid of my emotional response to everything. Because, right. you know, like if you, if you go like, uh, if you go knock on, you know, like, you know, let's say a hundred doors in a day mm. and, um, and or you're expected to knock on a hundred doors a, d- a day, let's just say, okay. And you go to your first 20 doors, like, and you get yeah. 20 no's. Yeah. You're, you're emotionally going, no, this is stuff like, yeah, yeah that's 20 people that I've just spoken to and they don't want to buy anything. This area shit, this is that, that's that. Where You so, try to make up stories for it, right? Kind of thing. Oh, like of not of, of failing. Yeah, of failing. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. You you come up like no matter what, you will come up with a reason for failing. Like hmm. whether it be you know it's the area you blame mm, something yeah. else. Ex- you blame something externally. It's yeah. never internally. Right. You know the average Joe will always be really external yeah, with his blaming. That, that is very very mm. true. And the weather shit. No one's gonna come in. You know, I'm in the wrong area. You know, yeah, these guys, yeah. you know the demographic. That's I cheap. have, I have that um, that mentality whenever I go to to different events because you know I'm in a festival game where I'm I'm a food seller, like food store holder, right? Mm. So it's hard. It's 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 always there. Like mm-hmm. you, if you don't see anyone come in, you always try to make sure oh, it's not going to be good. Like, mm. That's it. We, we're done. We're done for kind of thing. Yeah. And, and then, then how was it at the end of the day? I, uh, I sometimes it just like blows my mind how much how much I I can get like uh, going to these events, but yeah, it's just that that thought that you really have to like suppress it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So so what you know? Obviously, you you've had times when you've had just four orders, right? Oh yeah. So what about sure. you? you? I'm sure you have a time when you when you knocked on hundred doors and two people bought your sh- your shit. Yeah. You know, how how would that? How, how do you deal with that kind of? Um, success rate I have an answer for that as oh well. yeah it hurts <laughs> it hurts but then I look at it in a sense of um, not just what I do for the day mm-hmm. yeah. it'd be what I do for the week then right. yeah that's exactly what I, want, I wanted to say like you can't look at it on a daily hourly sort mm-hmm. of sales figure you need to look at it on a, on an a average, bigger like average it out mm. kind of thing I mean like the other day I had like uh, I lost $300 that day yeah. but the next day I came back with maybe $2,000 so it's up and down, up and down, up and down like that. It's not something constant, like where you have having a nine to five, where at the end of every week, you get the same pay every single week, right? So it's something that you need to fight, you need to be comfortable with. And yeah. I'm sure that was the same with you, uh, yeah. with yourselves. Yeah, um, then it must have been difficult, especially starting, um, starting off, because obviously you, you're not great at sales. That's not something you, everyone's great at. And then it's 100% commission-based as well. So what's, what was like the first kind of, I don't know, two, three months. I, like I can't if, know where you're coming from. It was kind of rough, eh? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so the, the first couple of months, um, I was still learning. Yeah. Um, and it, it was a 100% commission job. So, you know, I was only getting paid when you know, what I sold. Yeah. And because I was still learning, yeah. I I basically just, you know, um, you know, bit my bottom lip and just went, okay, I know that, I know that I'm going to lose some money Hmm. to eventually get better. So you lose some, you win some. Yeah. Uh, or you, you know, you, you suffer a little bit for a long-term, you know, happiness or whatever you call it. Right. But um, basically what I did was, okay, so I need to learn this down pat. I need to sell successfully. So my first couple of months or first couple of weeks, sorry, was just, um, you know, writing down different, you know, whether it be different lines, different tactics, right, different right, ways to right. say things, different, yeah, I was I was trying to be, yeah I was just trying to use these different hmm. ways of sort of talking to people hmm. 
you know, I would stuff up quite a lot. You know, people would come over and then yeah. they, they get interested. Like, oh, what's this? You know, then, then I go through my lines and it didn't work. I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, why didn't that work? Okay, I'll try this next set of lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the next person that stops over, they get interested. The first line of, of my presentation gets them interested, but then the second one doesn't. I'm mm. like, okay, cool. So let me just keep the first one, but change the second one. So you, so you almost built your own little formula that worked for you. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, it's, it, it's, that's kind of hard to teach someone. I mean, there was a lot of trial and error, obviously. Yeah, yeah. a lot of trial and error. And yeah. so were you, sorry, were you writing this down every day? Yes. So you had like a, a constant log. I had, yeah. Like yeah. Um, it, we always got this piece of paper to track all of our stats. Like I, I right. and I would, you know, on, on the back of it would be just completely blank. So right. I was like, I'll just use the back of it and just write the lines down mm. and just remember it. So while I'm talking to them, I just look down. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, a script yeah. going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then I just sort of found, I just, okay. And then like, uh, you know, I got to the point where I'm like, okay, so how can I perfect this? You know, like, because I know, I know a pitch is, uh, a presentation pitch uh, normally lasts about, you know, a minute, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. So I try to keep it. Um, you know, and then my pitch went longer than that. So I was trying to shorten it down by changing the words to make it shorter. Um, only keep like the emotional words, the exciting, words, just little things like that. Wow. Okay. And, and yeah, it just, it worked out really well. It worked out really well. And, and then I guess you have insane. basically, you know, unlimited chances to practice as well. You know, yeah, everyone yeah. that comes up, you can practice on them. And yeah, because I already sort of found the, 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 the perfect pitch for me. Right. If it didn't appeal to that person, because I've already tried all these different l- words and lines, I use those words and lines to see if they work on them. Ah, yeah. right, right. But, you know, like the newer people don't really have that sort of yeah. knowledge in the beginning. So I'm just like, just use this skeleton pitch. Right. For now. Okay. But then so, they want to so be Did they creative. give you a, a skeleton pitch when you started? No. Oh, <laughs> my, oh my, sure. Yeah, okay. no. My trainer, my trainer, well, my trainer, actually, I, um, I actually asked him to write down hmm. what he said. Right, right. So I got all these lines and everything like that and just used yeah. that. Do you still use some of these pictures for your current work? Not not the words, um, but my attitude, my enthusiasm. Hmm. Yeah, definitely goes into so, it and how I read the person. So persistent beat resistance still. In a sense, yes. Yeah. Yes, cool. and I use persistence beat resistance to most, most part of my life as well. Like with training and everything like that, you know, like, yeah. It's a good yeah. motto. It's a good motto. I think I'm going to make this title, the title of this podcast. <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> the title of this episode, that you know. Sounds good, yeah. Alex Lee, persistent, <laughs> beat, resistant. So after, after six years, you know, doing the, the sales job and for you to finally leave it, how, how, how did that feel? Um, I think I lost a bit of, uh, a bit of that drive because, you know, it wasn't something I was pushing for anymore. But I said, okay, so I got to find a way, you know, to sort of translate that uh, yeah. or, you know, transfer that to something else, mm. um, which is what I'm currently doing, trying to find something else. So at the moment, I'm just working at, you know, like a, like, I feel like I'm just babysitting a store right now. Mm. Like I work for, you know, this company that sells, um, you know, fitness equipment to, you know, whether it be, you know, commercial clients right. or. Do you have I, to sell? Yes. Like, do you yes, have to? Yeah, yeah. And, like, do you have a, like a sales target or anything like that? Um, no, surprisingly not for a sales job. Um, this one here, that's why, that's why I thought of myself as more of a babysitter because, yeah. um, there's no incentive for you to really no, no. be selling. Yeah. And I don't get commission either. 
Oh well. So Fuck you know, it. here I am, you know, working on commercial clients. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're they you know they're possibly spending between ten to twenty thousand dollars, and For I don't get any of that. It's a B two B business. It's like it sounds like a legit nine to five now. Yeah, it know? is. It's it's, yeah. it's sad. Yeah. It's, I mean, How, it's good because it's like you know I don't have to work. For my uh, money, in a sense, you just have to but, show up. But that's sort of what I—that's that, what sort of uh, drove me to be successful in 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 Apco. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So why couldn't you find like a job that can some somewhat commission based? So at least you can have that little bit of drive. Or it, it, my, one of the main reasons was uh, I actually found out that my well, I actually start, slowly started to realize that um, what I was running wasn't my own. Um, okay, and in a sense, in saying that. You know, it wasn't my own product, or it wasn't my own team. It still belonged to someone yeah, else. Yeah, so it, made, it 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 sounded like they made it sound like it's your team kind of thing. Yes. It's your business, yeah. but at the end of the day, like the revenue kind of goes upwards. Yes, it's yeah. a classic MLM. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. basically it flows oh. upwards instead of mm-hmm. going down. Yeah. So, uh, so all I need to do was basically find something that that's my own. Hmm. Um, and I think that was sort of. I can sort of, yeah, th- that's when I can sort of transfer all that I've learned in Apco and put yeah. it towards this and that'll make it successful. Right. Mm. So it's just a matter of finding what it is. Yeah. So are you aiming to have your own business moving forward? That's what it sounds like. like Doesn't it? Right. That when I'm doing my brainstorming, mm. um, you know, putting it all on paper, um, it, that, that's all it comes down to because there's nothing really like it besides yeah, selling your own product or, this, this, or your own service. This is making me very excited for you. <laughs> I, I really do hope that you find it because I, I, I believe that the experience that you go th- you've gone through is priming you to to. Let's to, let's, let's hope so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, it's, it's definitely um, you know what what you went through, you know, for six years being dragged out of bed to go to gym and and um, going to the gong for business trips and whatnot. You know, th- these aren't your regular nine to five things, but these are no. things which you sort of had to go through then. But as a result of that, you know, you're a very good salesman. Mm. So I think, you know, whatever you want to do next, you know, you obviously you want to really be able to, you know, use those skills. Yeah. De- definitely want to try. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, and so, so I guess for me, it was a little bit surprising to, to hear that you're going, you, you went to, you know, selling gym equipment mm. where you get zero commission. You know, I, I would have thought that, you know, there will be some commission. So at least you have some incentive to, to work, work. Yeah, <laughs> essentially, it, yeah. it kind of comes back to the whole question that you asked me in previous episodes. Like, would you ever go back to a full time job? Yeah. Right, given your situation, and I think that's what Alex is doing right now, and that's what you're doing right now, because like you're binding your your time for for the for the next step, right? Mm. So while you're looking, you obviously need to live. So this is what you're doing, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And in, also, and also, it allows you to train six days a week, right? Yes. That that was a, that was one of the things that I wanted to do. Yeah, was still be able to like do my own training, and, and I guess that's what also um, what sort of uh, pushed me towards having that business. I mean, like you know, people always say business is you know like a seven day a week kind of thing. No, but yes, in yes, a sense, yes, yes and, and no. no. Yeah, yes yeah. yeah, yeah. The exactly mentality right. is yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, I still want to yeah, I want to be able to have that. You, you mentioned before you're quite uh, goal oriented. Do you have any sort of timelines on making your next career step? Or are you just sort of waiting for something to pop up? And let's see. Well, at the moment, I'm like uh, my so one of my one of my mates, Son. Um, he is a chef at the moment. He's been mm. a chef for nearly ten years. He's pretty good at what he does, but he is trying to get out of it. Okay. So I, you know, like 
and I'm, I'm the type of person that's just like, okay, well, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Why don't you do yeah. this? So yeah. I'm always throwing him food truck ideas or, you know, that's why I asked about the, the, your, your food stores and stuff like that. Just for fun. You know, yeah, just yeah, to yeah. give him sort of something mm. uh, because he, I know he wants to do something, but he doesn't in, know in what In food as well? or In food or fitness. Those are the two things. Okay. You can so, combine the two and make health products. That's what I health, thought. Health yeah. food. Yeah. And, but you know, yeah. Um, and it just comes, it's just, I, I just feel like I'm back in my sales training days of trying to train his mentality because okay. first thing he comes up, first thing he says, he always tries to deflect it, the ideas, you know, he'll be like, that's been done before. This isn't going to be interesting. Yeah. Just these things like that. Yeah. I'm like, well, no, because you don't have to be the first one to do it. I mean, mm. it'd be good to be the first one to sort of come up with a business idea. I yeah. kind of disagree. It's 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 a, it's a, it's it's like trying to reinvent the wheel kind of mm. thing like that. Just don't try it. Just use the wheel and figure yeah. out like different ways to make it spin faster. Yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Exactly and, that. Yes. Right. So I find that who people who's been in 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 their jobs for like long stretches of time like have a hard time reacclimating themselves into like trying new things mm. so I think what you're doing to, to, to him is actually a really good thing because you're constantly bombarding oh, okay, him cool. with like uh, seeds and whatnot thank that you, he thank could you. try I, I thought I was yeah. the annoying friend no 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 <laughs> Ryan, dude that's, uh, that's not what I think as well yeah, I've been, I've been uh, trying to push him to do like business ideas as mate, well it's, <laughs> it's the best thing it's the best thing like get out of the yeah. 9 to 5 you know working for a boss yeah. like it's just, yeah, it's not a good feeling, you know, yeah. just so, trying to please your boss. That's please the, that's, the guy above you. That's mm. the idea of this podcast, right? Do, do you know the name of our podcast? No, I don't. <laughs> I, I just like, hey, Alex, did you want to come on my podcast? Sure. Did we even intro this? The What? The, the name? To At the start of the... No, 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 we didn't. Like, I think, oh. I, I, think I was thinking of putting it uh, as a post, surprise. Uh, uh, post production. Post production. Yeah, well, this, this podcast is uh, it's called the Escape Rope Podcast. Okay. Did you ever play Pokemon when you were young? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Were you in the tunnels? Yep. How do you get out? Escape rope. Escape rope. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, so the idea okay. is like we the, the idea is we want to provide value for people to pull them out of that nine to five, in the sense that to redefine their lives and to find something creates the character. Okay. Or builds their character. Okay. Yeah, make it more interesting, right? Because oh. uh, one of the things that I do find is like a lot of people, uh, when they when you talk to them, they refer to themselves as we, right? Yeah. So we, the company, like they work for. So that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's the main identity. And they forget that they themselves are, are, are an, an individual mm-hmm. that has a life that, you know, that mm. are trying to create meaning in their, in their mm. life. It's like Joe Rogan says, most men live a life of de- desperation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, that's 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 part of why you know I, I I'm doing this podcast as well because you know I, I've been in the nine to five game for my whole career, mm-hmm. and I was with my old uh, my old job for eight years. What'd you do? Well, I was a uh, an analyst. Okay. So doing doing that for eight years, I really should have left maybe three years back, mm-hmm. and you know I, I really got to the point where I was super comfortable. It was quite cushy. I didn't have to do a ton of work. I got paid, you know, fairly well. Uh, but then also towards the end, um, you know, I, I got passed over for promotions. And uh, by that point, I didn't really feel like there was any reason for me to be there. Mm-hmm. And, that, and but then that kind of dragged on for a good year. Yep, yep. Because I was looking for a new new job. You know, I couldn't find the, the right one for me. So then, you know, for a whole year, it was basically just rocking up to a nine to five when I didn't really care about what mm-hmm. I did. And, and so, the motion. Yeah. And, and that, that really sucked. Mm. It was just, it was just, 
like waking up, you know, early to go to a job that you don't really like or don't really care about is probably the worst thing, you know? So this, this is really just about talking to, you know, people or talking, you know, between me and Fung and just trying to figure out ideas or, um, yeah, try, trying to figure out ideas or maybe thoughts on how to, you know, find meaning, um, either within the job or something outside of the nine to five to at least make your life more interesting. Okay. So, you know, talking to someone like you with, you know, very strong sales experience where, you know, I, I, don't, I definitely don't have that sales background or sales yeah. um, experience at all. You know, talking to someone like you is, is quite interesting just to get an idea of, you know, what you think about when you, you know, knock on 100 doors and get knocked back 98 times. Because, you know, for me, not being in the sales role, to think that I'll have you to knock on- You're not conditioned for it, eh? Yeah, I'm, not, I'm definitely yeah. not conditioned for it. But then to get to know, you know, what you think about could help me leave the nine to five eventually because I could maybe go into some sort of sales-related business outside of my nine to five. There's all these just little things to really help me get out of what, I, what I'm trying to do. That, for me anyway, that, that's kind of what I was looking for in, in this- um, Escape rope. Podcast. So, are you, are you still doing um, a nine to five role? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I I uh, got a new job like a month and a half ago. Congratulations! So, thank you. So, it's still pretty new. I'm still learning learning the ropes. And um, do you enjoy it? Uh yeah. It's 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 okay. That's a good start. It's it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say I love it, but uh, yeah. But then, yeah. Just I guess just the last year has really, you know, really told me that you know, I really need to figure out something that's outside of a nine to five. Mm. Like I, I could be, you know, working in nine to five that pays me a, a shit ton of money. But then if I don't really enjoy it or I don't really um, <clears throat> find fulfillment from it, then what, what am I doing it for? Mm, mm, I'm just yeah. working for somebody. Got to find your purpose, man. Gotta yeah. So, mm. so I guess my, my hope is that, you know, through many, many hours of <laughs> talking yeah. that some sort of idea would, would come up. Would come up. Mm. But you're, you're already kind of doing something outside of the 905 this. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. this is this is this one is of those like, things. This is like a kind of a, your passion project as well as mine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So Your little baby. That's it. Well, yeah. it's a little baby yeah. right now. Did you hold it like that? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that how you hold babies? Just, just in the, the palm size of hand. the baby for the fetus. You're, you're, you're two babies? So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. What about you, Fung? Have you found your um, escape rope? Um, I'm on my way there. I'm yeah. on my way there. I'm, That's I'm good, actually very like, good to hear. I'm a lot more comfortable in being an entrepreneur uh, now that I've ever been before. So I've been, um, you know, working for myself or rather working alongside my dad for the past five, six years. And, you know, like, you, do you remember my farming days? Mm-hmm. So that was my first first step into the world of like being your own boss. Yeah. You know, looking at the finances, like before how you were struggling with taxes and, you mm-hmm. know, paying paying your, your your overheads for the company. So I was dealing with, dealing with a lot, of, a lot of things and you know it's, it's good and bad oh it's good and bad but it was it's such an emo- emotional roller coaster because mm-hmm. the amount of that uh, you know the huge amount of debts that you see running a farm mm. it's, it's it's astronomical like you're mm-hmm. talking about like uh, five digits kind of thing yeah. right and holy crap yeah, it's just about the, uh, eventually like after six years of doing this just being comfortable with having this debt not being complacent but comfortable knowing where you you're moving with this mm-hmm. right just slow slowly chipping at chipping at it and whatnot and then there's other other aspects of like running your own business as well one of the 
my favorite things about it is like you being able to learn so much mm-hmm. to wear so many hats in a business, right? Being able to work with computers, being able to work with accounting, being able to work with, um, you know, tools like, you know, being a handyman. Or managing people as well. Manage me being your own HR as well. So yeah. So right now I'm like running my food store and I've got like six girls under, un- underneath me. Mm. Not six, but that's <laughs> fun. <laughs> Working for me <laughs> on a constant rotation. <laughs> I just, I'm just digging a freaking hole. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's getting deeper. Yeah. <laughs> it's working different corners. Play on words, eh? yeah. <laughs> Good God. But anyways, yeah, having a staff and taking care of them, like, you know, like, you know, like, you know, sparing some of the profit and just dispute, distributing to them as bonuses, you know? Mm. So, yeah. How do you do that? Uh, from the takings. Like if yeah. uh, I set a rules, like, hey, if we hit like this amount of orders, you all get bonuses. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. those kind of, um, those yeah. incentives and bonuses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So did, did you take care of your your, your guys? Oh, yeah, I had like basically um you know like I tried to do everything I could to to make it more family. Like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. You know, so we had a WhatsApp group and um yeah I would do I I think one of the things that I learned um in running a business is, is invest into your business. Like um and what I mean by that is like when you're earning money, like you know put it back into it. That's right. You know, um I would always try to put back um you know. 10, 15% of my earnings back into, um, back into my team where it'd be, you know, if it, if it had, if, you know, um, is it a flat, things. is it a flat 15% that, uh, that you were putting? Or? Oh, it just depends on what it is at the time. Like mm. if I need them to go harder, yeah. I would put a little bit more in. So buy more pizzas, buy more pizzas, um, you know, put up more incentives, you know, like, you know, the, That's person, right. the yeah. person that does the best, I'll give them a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just little things like that. Yeah. Um, people that, you know, do really well, they get to organize the next, um, the next outing wherever they want. Mm. And, you yeah. know, I'll pay for, I'll pay for the first round or yeah. I'll pay for dinner. Just little things like that. Um, how, how many people were you uh, managing at, at, at the most? At the most was 13, 13 to 14 Damn, people. Shit. Yeah. 13, 14 people. Um, and cause I was doing my own recruitment. Yeah. 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 With, yeah. Uh, um, along with the standard recruiting of my, of APCO. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was, I was the guy putting up, like spending money to put ads up on, um, on Gumtree. Um, I had wow. to go halves Fascinating. on. Fascinating. I had to go halves on a guy to, like, you would like seek is expensive. Yeah. It's, it's like cheap. Gumtree, bro. All yeah. the way. Facebook Gumtree. Yeah. I did Gumtree. I, I invested into Seek. Seek was crazy though. Like the amount of people you can get. Mm. Yeah, there's quite a few, mm-hmm. um, but it will cost you just as much. Like, like what's like three, four hundred dollars for an ad? Mm-hmm. Um, Damn, you know I'm sick. Yeah, four hundred bucks. Yeah, it's about three, four hundred dollars. That's expensive. Yeah, but you can get multiple people from, yes. from that one yeah. ad though. So then yeah. I try to sort of make sure I get a couple of people to yeah. sort of make up for that. Right, that right, spend. right. Yeah. So well, that's a lot of point. people. Yeah, thirteen so, people under you. Yeah, and it was like I think um, I had. So it was me and then I had four people that were like basically like second in charge, four people that I, that I, that I trained up to be like at that team leader yeah, level. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And then they had a couple of people under them as well. Mm. Yeah. Right, right. And they were selling for you? They were all selling, yeah. Huh. I, I was selling too, yeah, because yeah. I had to sort of be that person to set the example in a sense. Right, right. Yeah, because if I'm not so, singing, so you were actually doing pretty well in the MLM game then. Like, I, th- I thought I was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds like it. But like, what's what's I find uh, very interesting is that you've never really mentioned it to to us as a like as in like 
t- typically MLM people would try to get people to reach out to their group group, group of friends and mm. try to get people into yeah. it. But you've never really mentioned anything about yeah. that. No, I found I found doing stuff like that. Like I've heard like, like stories of you know friendships like you know breaking and yeah and I mean like that's that. the best way to lose friends if yeah, you, yeah but in well, a sense yes yeah, so, and I I really appreciate that mm. I really appreciate that you did not uh, approach us because that that would have like definitely would have like made me look at you very differently yeah, yeah. which which happens you know yeah. like, just normally it's like oh you're inviting me over you're trying to sell me something <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's kind of how I feel towards what my friend who's at Amway now yeah. she's like she's like organizing something and then uh, she's like hey guys uh, to our group uh, group chat she's like hey guys we're coming Oh, uh, like I'm doing something on Saturday barbecue. Yeah. I'd love to you guys to come over. And by the way, my my director's gonna be here too. So yeah. I'm like, I know what you're doing. Yeah, recruiting yeah. hashtag. <laughs> you you become that guy. Yeah, that that's person. right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it, it is very respectable for you to like not go to your you know your group of friends to to, to just to make a sale. You know, you actually. Um, you know, obviously going to your friends like the easiest thing, right? Yeah. Because mm. they're your friends. They're always gonna. They're not gonna give yeah. you that extra attention. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then you went the route of you know I'm just gonna go out there. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. And there's a real fine line because yeah. you know, like, um, it's it. You've got to like, even if you were trying to find someone mm-hmm. in your fr- in your you know group of friends, yeah, you know, it just had to be you know the the person that's already sort of thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Um, otherwise, there's no point. Like, you're just gonna break friendships. Mm. Yeah. On, on on that same note, though, would you ever go into business with their friend? I'm not too sure about that. I, I, I think I would because, uh, just to sort of try it out mm. uh, because I am very interested in how it'll work, um, you, know, you know, doing like one of those like partnerships. Um, yeah. Uh, that would actually, you know, um, help me learn a little bit more about the person as well and on a business level. Mm. Right. Um, and which is always exciting. I always like to learn about like how people run like themselves or their businesses. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. No, that, that's something I've been really interested about as well because, like, I'm discovering that I've, I have a lot of friends that are, that are interested in so many things, mm-hmm. and I want to see like if I could partner up with them. And I want to one thing I'm really interested about is the dynamic that I would be able to grow with that person. Mm-hmm. Like, would it be mm-hmm. would we be closer? Would we would would be um would we have to tread like you know kind of carefully in different aspects of the yeah. business kind of thing so yeah that's one of the things i mean like there's plenty of stories out there how friendship breaks and whatnot but, mm. uh, but at the same time yeah it could be other like stories yeah. of like them being the best exactly ever. um we had we had stanley uh who who's an in uh an entrepreneur from indonesia mm. one of my friends as well who came down and they're all about partnerships mm. in indonesia yeah, yeah yeah actually um i met a uh in apco there's apco in um in indonesia as well right um and man they they're big they're on all that. about they're all about it they're like, big on that yeah. right like as soon as there's a product they would go out and find someone for a particular field uh, yeah. aspect of that business that they would like to for them to you know yeah. take control of and i think singapore was main one like i think yeah. singapore indonesia but like i would ask them go how do you know you know how did you how did you get recruited mm. oh, he's a friend yeah, you know, yeah. his his relative yeah. or something. It's it's and it seems like we don't have this here in Australia, where we we kind of tread very very carefully when it comes to, to business with like a, a friends and whatnot, right? I think they just to, believe in stories, hey. Yeah, and and to the point where, you know, we don't even talk about business to other friends. You mm. know, like if if uh, someone who's working at nine to five, for example, has some business ideas that they they keep it to themselves. They don't mm. they don't tell anybody. Well, uh, to be honest, I, I don't think it's even it's even about you know potential friendships being broken it's more just 
I just don't think people are that business minded here. Like they just work the nine to five and kind of yes. It's not a it's not a culture yeah. kind of thing. It, there's, no, definitely there's not. not not that culture yeah. at all. Like, if you do go you guys, to America, you, yeah, like, yeah, you know, if you talk to people in America, they always find they, they find ways to make business. Hey, mm. yeah. Do you do you guys think that's that's something that should be explored more as as as, as you know as a community in Australia? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I mean, that's, that's how you get, you know, innovations. Mm. Mm. Like if it wasn't for that, like working for yourself, you don't build, you, you don't build the, the habits, you don't build the, the values, mm. you know, you, there's no, you're like, 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 yeah, like I said, with persistency, you know, you don't build yeah. resilience, you don't build, you know, character. There's, yeah. there's a real <clears throat> discipline to working yes. for yourself. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, I, I, that you I won't get with nine to five people. I, I definitely don't there's, have there's, that. There's also like a, like a huge, you know, potential for storytelling in business as well like mm. you know um there's always something interesting to do mm. in business right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah you know with with my nine to five i don't really need a great discipline to show up to work and and, and do good work you know i just need to know i i, I just have they give you knowledge your expectations eh? that's right and, and they know what i'm good at so there's not, not really a ton of you know there's there's some sort of um you know timelines you're going to meet and there's some of those disciplines but aside from that you know, it's very different to working for yourself where you really have to, you know, motivate yourself. You really have to do the work and you really have to really work hard as well. You know, those kind of disciplines are something that I, I don't really have as a responsibility mm. that, you know, Fung would, would have. And that kind of scares me a little bit. <laughs> if I could go into uh, and it's a business. If, if yeah. you're not scared, uh, you wouldn't be learning. That's, that's, that's something I have to, I have to yeah. say, like in business, if you're not scared, then... You just, you just you you're not moving. Yeah. Right? Well, um, I did I did read is it Ken uh, the good uh, rich dad poor dad okay good book yeah I I read that and it was in I think one of the things that he spoke about was that he didn't um there was a period of time when he was uh, learning from mm. his rich dad he was working for free right and he was um and he and he had to learn to work for free and in mm. like you know not enjoy it but just like you know be content with it. Hmm. Um, and that helped teach him to, you know, l- learn all those other business skills. Right. Um, right. and then eventually, you know, he, l- he understood how money works and made, uh, you know, learned how to sort of, um, use it as a, you know, like a, like an, like an ongoing revenue. Yeah. Right. right. Income. So, um, that sort of, uh, played on my mind a bit. I go, well, that makes sense because I'm, I don't want to work, um, you know, I don't want to work from you know the money to, and just wait for the money to come in. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I want to sort of produce that money and just find a way to use that money to make more money. That's so, a, so a big it. part of you is not just the money, but yeah. actually to build something that's yes. your own. Yeah, at the moment. And yeah, and if you were to work in a nine to five where you get paid well, but you don't really have the potential to build your own thing because no, you're under I'm, something, then I'm not going to be. Ha- I, I just I'm not happy. Res- like just you know having someone over my shoulders going, you got to do this, you got to do that. I, go, I know I got to do that and I'll do it. You don't have to tell me. I don't want to have to answer to them. You know, I, I, I enjoyed, um, I mean, like, I don't know if it's cause like I had a taste of power or whatever, like being in the Arco world, but you know, I had, yeah. you know, like, you know, I was able to, you know, manage my own thing, you know? So it's, I enjoyed that. It's kind of like, uh, well, no, it's not like, like this, but like, you know how in, where you work, you have to mm. go through so many levels of approval to get yeah. anything I'll done. I'll tell very quickly as well right now. That thing that I was working on for the last, basically the entire time I was at the place, it's been like a month and a half. It got to the, 
executive level today. I did. Got yeah. through. And got knocked back. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. What's so, this? like this, this um, is it something I, that you asked for? It's a project, right? It's yeah, a project it's a very big project. It's not. It's only that I just started working on when I got there. Um, but it's a pretty big kind of project, and yeah, it kind of got knocked back. So it's probably going to be the next couple of weeks of just reworking it. And, and um, that's that's the thing, like right, like to your point, like how you don't want to have anyone on 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 your shoulder telling you what to do, and it's mm. like that you you feel like you finished your job. But then the, the person, a person can have the power to be like, no, you haven't finished your job. Go, re, go redo it. Yeah. Kind of thing. It's like, but, you know, it's, it's done. Like, you know, it's yeah. that. It's that, that. The, yeah, the, and the decisions that you make, you can like action it straight away. Exactly. You know, and you know I want you this done this way. Let's, let's try and do it this way yeah. now. I mean, yeah. like you, the, if you're working in nine to five, like the execs probably have that power, but like at the lower no, level, you, even you they don't, because oh, then they have the, the, the GM, shareholder, like the, the board. Yeah, 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 everything is just super slow. There's a ton of layers, and there's a lot of ton of approvals. It's just, and I guess there's there's there's, the, there's also the argument here, like whether or not like you want to keep a business small or like have a massive business. Mm. You know, yeah. So I guess like once you, you kind of cross that bridge when you get there, right? Yeah, like if it's big enough where you have to make the decision, then you're probably doing pretty yeah. well. Yeah. I'm already prepared. Like I, I sort of understand the, I mean, I don't really understand it, but I do kind of where you go, um, like uh, to be able to grow your business, you need to lose a little bit of money. Like, cause, yeah, you have to be yeah, comfortable with that. You, you know, you like, I think I learned that in sales where, you know, you might be the best you know, salesman at the time, but for you to, you know, make more money and not, you know, and continue to work without having to actually physically work, you need to train someone to replace you. Right. And you're not necessarily going to, you, you can't, find someone to replace you 100%. Like the, the person have, that you train will probably be like 60% of you yeah. and you've got to be happy with that. Yeah. Uh, have you read um, The 4-Hour Workweek? Not Kim yet. Fair? No, I've only read the the, the, back, the back of the book. <laughs> <laughs> if you have it, I will take it off you right now because I've been planning to buy that for a while now. I will, next time I see you, I'll, I'll give it to you. Let, let, let's plan for a coffee. Oh, Thursday? Are you coming out Thursday? Thursday, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll get it and then I'll, I'll lend it to you. Yeah, perfect. It's a really good book if yeah. you're if you're um, into business and you're into like freeing up your time. You should you should use it. Yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna get the the Audible version of it. It's oh, good. It's that's good. What I, that's what I read. Yeah. That's what I read. Oh. Look, I I, I like the, look, I like the Audible version of of that book. However, the resources that he dishes out on the the uh, like in the book, it's kind of mm. hard to listen to all the. Um, you miss a few things, though. No, not not that he know. misses you. A few things like when when you look into a book, like there's websites and whatnot. That he yeah, out, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, on the on the audio book, he actually reads it out to you, and he's oh, like, oh, like, yeah, <laughs> you, you do lose a little bit of yeah. that flow. So there's there's that difference between uh, reading audible and reading a physical book, mm. kind of thing. But know? but I'm I'm happy to put up with you know HTTP. You know, colon slash last book. Uh, I'm okay with putting it yeah, on rather than sitting down and sure. read the book. Um, it's it's a really good book. I'll I'll, I'll lend it yeah. to you when I when I see you next, man. Sounds good. Um, I'll, I have, I think I have to reread it again. Yeah, yeah. I I like doing that. Like um, you know, like you've read a, you've read a book before, but mm. then you sort of reread it and then you go, oh, I just mm. I remember that. It just reminds you of it. Yes, it reminds yes. you to do certain things. Well, it's um, there's also a good book that I like to read, The Alchemist. Have you heard of that? No. It's it's a very very good philosophical kind of book as well. Like it's one of those things I've read like maybe five Is it times. Similar to like Art of War. Yes and no. It's yeah. like more of a, of a narrative. Yeah. But there's yeah. a lot of less like philosophical uh, like lessons in there. Oh, okay. Uh, like life, business, and whatnot. But 
what I find about that book, I've read it about five times already in different, good. in different, uh, like stages of my life. Mm. And each time there's always lessons in there that I pick out. Mm. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, today I started re-listening to, uh, Extreme Leadership again. Good book. Oh yeah. 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 I saw that. I Cause, um, cause I feel like I, I, I think I need to start managing my manager. Because mm-hmm. I feel like he's not the best manager. You, I love you that. get that when you start yeah. reading books and then yeah. you start yeah. realizing the managing types and personalities yeah. and you go, oh, your type, you know, your type E or something. Yeah, like he's, that. he's not like mm. the strongest kind of influencer. So I feel like I need to kind of get him to be more influential around, you know, around the business. So yeah, it's just a lot of rereading of good books. Have you guys read Out of War? Yes, I did. I listened to it. It's good. Yeah, it's good. But I, I feel like it, that's one of the books I actually want to have physical, uh, a physical yeah, read of it as well. Physical read because then yeah. you you can actually go through it like bits. Because I feel like it's such a broad like it, the book covers a lot of it, yeah yeah lot of areas yeah. that mm. you got to go. You know, like well, I can't read the whole thing because because I only need one thing right now mm. from the book. Mm. Yeah, and other times you need yeah. another thing. Yeah, I mean, there's like different types of book, and one of those books is it's not something that like, they actually like lead you through it, uh, like a you know a fictional book where there's a there's a, a beginning, middle, and end. Mm. With like these type of books, it's just like there's no structure that you can pinpoint or have like you know have a point of reference, and, and it's hard to do to do that. So it's one of those books where you have to pick up, flick through the pages, pick out like a lesson, yeah. and then flick. Uh, moving back and forth, kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. You right, know? Yeah, I think I think that's why Extreme Leadership is a really good book. It's kind of like the art of war. Yeah, there's a lot of lessons from war. Yeah, but then there's actually practical, real life um, situations that they yeah. that they um, they actually you know lay out. Sure. And mm. yeah, yeah. yeah, so you don't really have to figure out exactly you know if you read the art of war exactly what that analogy would apply, you know, in, in, in your life. It's yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, definitely a good read. Oh, okay. Yeah. I read, I, I liked, um, how to, how, it, um, how to win friends. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've heard about that. I had to, I had to win friends and influence something. Like, and influence a, other people. Uh, yeah. It's a, I've read that book as well. No, I like that book. Yeah. 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 I, I'm, 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 I'm really into the whole, like, um, uh, you know, using words, body language, hmm. um, to influence mm. decisions. Yeah, and, and not only you- that, that book that also basically the, the the overarching you know point that I got from that book is don't be a dick. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so sum it, okay, put it just one word: don't be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you read that when you were um, with Apco? Um, yes, 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 yes. Mm. So you were able to apply some of those, yeah, yeah. learnings. Yeah, I, I tried to jump online as well to like look for all those um, like NLP courses and stuff like that using mm. you know body language. Um, yeah, so it was really interesting. Like apparently, like the class, like the the seminars for NLP are expensive. So I'm like, nah, not yeah. paying that. I'll just try and Google everything. It sounds like you're really investing in sort of making yourself better at your job. Yeah, I think um, it's, it's. I think it's. He's more like you're more like working on yourself as opposed to anything else. Well, mainly, else. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that's. I I, re- I realized that after a while that it's just more of trying to improve myself. Like yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, like in jujitsu, I'm like, you know, thanks to Avita, I've got a book that I can read over and over again about different, you know, different moves and techniques. Um, I'm always on YouTube. Like when I was in sales, YouTube, 
you know, learning, you know, different sales techniques. YouTube University is the best university you can go to. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Good God. Yeah. I learned so much from YouTube. I love that. Shit. I know. I love it, that it's shit. crazy. It's, it's so it's, much information. It's a gold mine for humanity mm. right now. Like, it's yeah, like, it is. It's like the, 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 the library of Alexandria, the modern, for the modern day people. Yeah. You, you don't even have to go to someone and yeah. go, how do you do this? And we go, just YouTube it. Yeah. It's already there. It, everything's there. Yeah. Exactly right. Ask Google. Ask YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, everything's there, no matter, like, there's nothing I couldn't find. Anyways, man, like, look, shall we end it? I think, yeah. That's the end of the I can definitely come back again. Yeah, I would would appreciate (laughs) you coming back, man. That'll be be a great podcast again, hey. um, This will be easy as well, because it'll be probably down. Yeah, my my area. Yeah, Yeah, I'll be able to come down easier, yeah. Well, look, uh, Alex, man, like it was a pleasure, dude. It was a great podcast. Thank Amazing. you for the, the knowledge that uh, you imparted on us mm, and yeah. to the listeners as well. And, you know, uh, I would love to have you on next time. Sounds good. Thanks, I'll be man. happy to be on again. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right, thanks, guys. That was the Escape Road Podcast. You guys have a good night. Thank you very much. Thank you.